Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, because you dare to believe, your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart and be free of your suffering. New Living Translation says, Your suffering is over. And I want to declare to you today, those of you who are in need of healing, I want to speak over you as a result of you hearing this word and faith is rising in your heart and you lay a hold as you lay a hold of your healing, you too, eventually, maybe not tonight, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but you keep believing, dare to believe, and the result will be your suffering will be over. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as he discusses the effortless life of God's grace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast. I'm Al Jennings. And before I forget, next week is going to be special because I've got a special guest for you, Connie Witter. I'm going to be recording for her, and she's going to record with me. Well, we'll it'll be both of us on recording for her, and both of us are doing the podcast, Living by Grace podcast, together next week. So I'm excited about that. We're going to talk about God's love, and she's got some revelation from the Song of Psalms, Song of Songs, excuse me. Yeah, she's get she's, she's got revelation on that, and so you're going to be able to uh, check that out if you show up, all right? But today, I'm going to pick up where I left off last week talking about individual cases of healing. I didn't get finished, so I'm going to uh, pick up where I left off. In Mark chapter 5, we didn't even start this. This is where I was headed, but we didn't quite get there, but we did get into some good stuff. All right. Hope everybody's doing well. It seems like the spring is close, the spring. Spring. I love the spring because that means winter is over. Um, well, if you live in Boston, now I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm not saying spring is right now, but I'm saying it's, it's soon. The reason why I believe that is because the geese in the lake this morning we're playing and playing in the water. So that to me is a sign that spring is close. I heard the people out in the Northeast in Boston uh, are experiencing snow. I don't want that. I hope we have no more snow. But anyway, uh, Spring is close. All right. Let's go to Mark chapter 5. Got some good stuff for you today. Man, I was going over these scriptures this morning, 
Yeah, some good stuff popped out, and I want to share it with you. Yes, Mark chapter 5, beginning in verse 25. And there was a woman. Now, we'll get into this uh, this situation with Jairus. Uh, Jairus. Jairus. He was a church leader, a ruler of, <clears throat> of, the, of the synagogue who had a, a young daughter. One translation says, I don't know if this is true or not, but she was 12 years old. But anyway, it was, we know she was young because ESV says Jairus had a little daughter. Okay. And so he came to, G to Jesus and wanted Jesus to come and minister to her. He told her that she was at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And so they went together on their way to Jairus' house. But on the way, there was a woman, verse 25, who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. What this means is, one translation says, a flow of blood. Okay. Um, this is a, a continuous bleeding, basically. This, this bleeding just never stopped. Big problem. All right? This was a big deal. And verse 26 says, and, and she had this for 12 years. Verse 26, and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had. If you translate this um, according to uh, modern day, basically, she had all these medical bills. She spent all that she had on these medical bills. But she got no better. Didn't help. So she's broke. And she's worse. Didn't get better. Not only didn't get better, but got worse. Verse 27, she had heard the reports about Jesus. Faith, glory to God, comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17, faith comes from hearing the message about Christ. Hallelujah. She heard the message about Christ. And you know, you can imagine what she heard, that Jesus went about doing good and healing all. She heard the reports. You couldn't be in that part of the world and not know what was happening with Jesus because he was healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, praise God, doing good to people, blessing people. She heard all that stuff. And she came behind him in the crowd and touched his robe or, or his garment. For she said, oh, praise God. She said, now we'll camp out here for a second. She said, she said something with her mouth. All right. Now, in these individual cases of healing, what are we, what are we looking for? Seeing what we can get out of this that can apply to us. So we're not just looking at this as a wonderful Bible story and reading about what happened in yesteryear 
in Jesus' ministry. We're looking at it so we can apply things to our life, apply truths to our life, all right? We're studying the Word. We're not just reading. So get a cup of coffee, and you may want to pause this, go brew a pot of coffee or get a pot of tea ready, and come and let's study the Word together and see what we can get out of this that we can apply to our own lives. See, now she said something, and this is a common denominator in all these cases of healings that we've been looking at. People said something with their mouth. See, Jesus said, we can have what we say. Whoever shall say to this mountain, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe the things that he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. She said, if I'm even, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. Wow. The Amplified Bible says she kept saying, as I was thinking about this this morning, this is more than just speaking the word. Well, it's, let me say it this way. It, it's more than her making a confession. She is actually meditating. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate day and night. That word meditate is Hagah in Hebrew, okay? And what it means is to speak with oneself, murmuring and in a low voice, as is often done by those who are musing. What's musing? Musing is a, a period of reflection or thought. But think about this. There's no meditation without speaking. I'm talking about the Hebrew definition of meditate, not the English definition, because I didn't look up the English definition, but I know the way that we use it in English, typically meditate just means to ponder or to think. But in the Hebrew, it's more than that. To meditate means to mutter. If you look up the word Hagah and follow it in the Old Testament, most of the time, it's translated talk or sound, something having to do with speaking. Case in point, Psalm 71, 24 says, My tongue will hagah of your righteousness. Excuse me. My tongue will hagah of your righteous help all the day long. <laughs> For they have been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. The word Hagah is in that verse. It says, my tongue will talk of your righteous help. The word talk is, guess what? Hagah. We could say, and my tongue will meditate of your righteous help. 
and his tongue will talk. See, you combine this with Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your what mouth. What do you do with your mouth? You talk. So you can see that in that context, in Joshua 1.8, it's talking about the same thing that it's talking about here in Psalm 70, 71.24. It's talking about speaking, meditate, speaking. This word of God shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. Shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. So it's saying when you, when you are keeping the word in your mouth, you are meditating. Psalm says, my tongue, what do you do with your tongue? You talk. My tongue will talk. My tongue will hakah. So meditate means to mutter or to speak. All right? As a result of, of pondering, because you got to think about it, you got to reflect and think about something before you say it. But if you just think about it and don't say it, you're not meditating. Back to our story, this woman was meditating. Can you see that now? She, the Amplified says, kept saying. See? Now, she had to make her way to Jesus after she heard these reports. She's thinking, man, if I can only get to where Jesus is. If I, I don't even have to touch him. I don't even have to talk to him. This is where my faith is. If I can just touch his garments, I will be made well. <laughs> And all on her way, I believe she's meditating all, all the way. Or she's saying all the way because it says she kept saying it. People around her probably were tired of hearing her saying it. She says she kept saying. She kept saying. Again, what can we get out of this? We need to keep speaking. Whatever you believe in for Keep saying it and don't get tired of meditating, pondering it and saying it. After thinking about. Let's go back to our definition to speak with oneself, meditate, murmuring and in a low voice, as is often done by those who are musing a period of reflection or thought. So if I'm sick in my body. I sit back, let me give you an example of, of how it works. Thank you, Lord. I'm thinking about your goodness. Thinking about that you healed all my diseases. I'm thinking about in Exodus 15, 26, that you are the Lord who heals me. I'm thinking about Psalm 107, 20. You sent your word and healed me. I'm thinking about 
Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One of your benefits is you forgive all my iniquities and you heal all my diseases. On the cross, you took my all my sicknesses and diseases. The same time you took all my sins, you took all of my sicknesses. By Jesus' stripes, 1 Peter 2.24, I was healed. Take a moment, see Jesus on that cross. Let me meditate with you if you're believing for healing right now. Think about, ponder Jesus on the cross, taking, see him with, see him taking what you're dealing with right now. And then begin to speak. By Jesus' stripes, I was healed. Thank you, Lord, for my healing. I will be made well. I am well in the name of Jesus. The healing power of God is flowing through my body right now driving out every manner of sickness and every manner of, of disease. I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and give him praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. She kept saying, the Amplified says, the part where she says, I will be made well if I touch if I touch his garments, even his garments, I will be made well. That part, I will be made well. The Passion Translation says, I know I will be healed. Somebody say, I know I'm healed. Say it again, I know I'm healed. Pass this along. I encourage you to pass this along. To anybody you know that's standing for healing or who are in need of healing. Now, I did, did a, a little thing where I combined the Amplified and the Passion in verse 28. So combining those two, let's look at it or listen to this. For she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, I know I will be healed. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God, that blesses me. I'm combining the Amplified and the Passion. For she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, I know I will be healed. And verse 29 says, and immediately, the flow of blood, again, she had continual bleeding that would never stop. All right? But she kept saying, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. Again, if I only touch his garments, I know I will be healed. And she was determined 
She made her way to Jesus. She did what she said she would do. She did that thing, y'all. And verse 29 did what thing? She touched his clothes, his robe. Verse 29, and immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. The bleeding stopped immediately when she touched his garments or his garment. Now, verse 30, Jesus felt the power. See, there was a power surge that was drawn from him. See, the power of God is always available to us 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year as the earth circuits the sun. The power of God is available by his grace. And we can tap into it any time. Like she did. There's the application. We can tap into his power. It's available right now to you. So, immediately, the bleeding stopped. And immediately, the flow of blood dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd. There's always a crowd of people around Jesus. And he said, who touched my garments? The disciples are like, dude, you know, this, there's a crowd of people pressing all around you. His disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? <laughs> and Jesus is like, and he looked around to see who had done it. Jesus was like, Y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. Never mind, I'll, I'll check. Check what? Like, who touched me? They didn't get it. What do you mean, who touched me? Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't get it. <laughs> I'll check it out. Now, verse 33 says, but the woman, she came forward. See, Jesus knew this power surge came out from him. The woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. In other words, she gave her testimony. How she had this flow of blood, this continuous stream of blood that never stopped, that she had spent all her money on doctors didn't get better, but only got worse. She gave her testimony. And I want to encourage you. When your healing manifests, tell others about it. Give your testimony. Thank you, Lord. Like this woman did, told him the whole truth. And he, and he said to her, daughter, my power has made you well. No. It doesn't, it doesn't say that. It says, daughter, your faith 
has made you well. He didn't credit his power for healing her, although we know it was his power. But it was grace through faith. See, the power was made available by God's grace, but it took faith to tap into that power that grace made available. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. We'll close with this from the Passion Translation, and I'm going to give you something also from the New Living Translation. Verse 34 from the Passion. Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, because you dare to believe, your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart and be free of your suffering. New Living Translation says, your suffering is over. And I want to declare to you today, those of you who are in need of healing, I want to speak over you as a result of you hearing this word and faith is rising in your heart and you lay a hold as you lay a hold of your healing, you too, eventually, maybe not tonight, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but you keep believing, dare to believe, And the result will be your suffering will be over. Hallelujah. You know what? I just preached myself happy today. <laughs> All right. I hope you got something out of this. That's it for today. Please join us next week because I've got Connie Witter, my Carla and I's dear friend, she's going to join me on the Living by Grace podcast. You don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about the amazing, unconditional love of the Father. Praise God. The love of Jesus. Amen. You are loved, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved totally righteous, and you are destined to win, to reign in life because of Jesus. Praise God. Have a great day. I'm out. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.